1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Hanson Scotty, thanks for making this part of your day. Live here at Tim Daly Nissan Southtown as we kick off your U Preview show. Hanson Scotty, but more importantly, Frank Dolce. Let's go. How are you, Frank? How you doing, pal? I was doing so well. I was <laughs> doing so do- well. You're still Until Scotty did that. I don't know why you did that. I would I, never I, disparage the Utah you, State fight you, song. You disparaged it heavily How? a couple of weeks ago. How? You said it, it sounded like a uh, funeral possession. You say that Utah man sounds like you've gone to Barnum, Barnum and, and Bailey's. Bailey's. It kind of does. Well, you, and Utah the man? Utah State fight song kind of sounds like it's a funeral possession. And I don't, I don't make up words to the fight song at Utah State. <laughs> I thought that's what they said. Actually, it was hands that... I feel like I feel like that. There's actual tension between the two of this you. This show has gotten off. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And by the way, I love Alema. Alema's one of my favorite people on the planet. I know. He's just. I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. That's all. <laughs> That's a great line, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not mad at you, son. All right. I'm just disappointed in life choices. Coming off a of bye week, down the home stretch we come as uh, Utah gets set for a showdown against. Uh, so I mean, you grew up in. I mean, you were an usher at uh, the Rose Bowl. You, do you have any affinity towards UCLA? Oh yeah, I, I have. I love all the teams in the Pac-12. It's like I don't. There's, I don't have. And I loved when USC matched up with with UCLA. I love that rivalry game. I was always probably pulling for USC to win. That oh really? Game. More so than UCLA, huh? But only in football because I'm a front runner. So when UCLA oh. was playing basketball, then I always wanted UCLA to win. That's fair. Yeah, uh, and and I grew up with, you know, I. Uh, I had a neighbor down the street who loved the Washington Huskies, and so I cheered for Washington because my neighbor was such a great guy. Yeah, and yeah, I've always I've always liked the teams in the in in the Pac. Well, it used to be the Pac-10. Yeah. So yeah, you're not old UC- enough. And to- I grew up right right around yeah because UCLA so. again. That, that's why I thought maybe there might be a little bit more feelings of towards an, UCLA. Infinity. I visited that campus several times. Several good friends of mine attended UCLA, played football for UCLA. One of the greats at UCLA uh, was also a running back on my high school football team named Carnell Lake, and he was fantastic. He played with Carnell Lake, huh? Yeah. He was a little bit older. Yeah? He was a little bit older. Yeah. And we had, we were, somehow we were related because he told me once that his grandmother was Italian. So... So, so you're we related. Went to, we, went back to the we went back to the homeland together. <laughs> Carnell Lake was amazing. In the first four games in high school, Carnell Lake senior year, he had over 900 yards rushing. This is four games in. He had over 900 yards rushing, and he was the leading tackler. He played linebacker in CIF, which was the California yeah. football it's like the UHSAA here. Exactly. Yeah. And so, and then on fourth down, on a fourth down play, fourth and about two, when you should just give the ball to Carnell Lake because he's going to get two yards because he's, he's almost run for 1,000 yards in four games. The coach calls a halfback pass. What? Of all things. So Carnell comes rolling around the corner. I can... I, Picture this like it happened yesterday. I'm standing on the sidelines. I was a sophomore on that football team. Carnell comes rolling around the sidelines. I have a terrible feeling in my stomach. He throws the ball up, kind of jumping because he's under pressure. He gets tackled, and his elbow pops out. It pops right out (laughs) on the field. And Culver City High School, 4-0 and at that point. I think we won one game the rest of the year because Carnell Lake was out. And, and then Terry Donahue at UCLA came and recruited him, and he went on to fame and fortune. Scott, I want to know how he gets away telling a story away with telling a story about Carnell Lake. And I talk about Porkchop. I, I actually did. Well, because I, 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 I remember Carnell Lake. And, uh, and you don't remember Porkchop Womack? Come on, so, man. Oh, did he play with Booger McFarland? Did you play with Booger McFarland? <laughs> I'm just going to You know what's interesting about him? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> so he brought up Pork Chat Womack. We joked, yeah. and then he played that, and then hands got really upset. Yes. Yeah, hurt my feeling. I, I, as a person, I think Booger McFarland's probably a nice guy. 
Remember when, I'll just say this, remember when the Monday Night Football broadcast used to be iconic? Yes, Frank, Al. Oh, Monday even, Night Football. Even Dan Deardorff wasn't awful. Absolutely. Yeah. Monday Night Football used to be the special tune in. Yes. yes. And the broadcast was iconic. And it's just changed. It's just changed. I don't, I like to watch the game, but I, I, I don't. Listen no, to it very much. and uh, yeah, I mean, Witten wasn't good last year, and then Booger when he had him in like that weird Pope Mobile that they had him up and down the sidelines in last <laughs> no. year, and then I they know. moved him up. It's just garbage. It's not very good. And I like you know Joe Testatore's calls a fine game. You think I mean, he's okay? I'm like him. Dull. He, he was better with college. I think. Yeah, I, maybe that's where he is. But you don't have that iconic NFL sounding broadcast. I, I think that only for me, only Jim Nance can do a broadcast that's not like an excitable broadcast, but still sounds really good, like really listenable. Who was the guy with uh, John Madden for all those years? Oh yes, how can we forget his name? Pat, Pat Summerall. Summerall. Yeah, he was fantastic. Yeah, just low key. And but he just he knew who the star was. Yeah, exactly. And he just let he just let. Coach Madden have it. Yep, all the time. It was just yep. his show. So I love Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth. I th- Collinsworth, I think they do a, jo- a good, great job. Joe Buck is too subdued for me. I, d- I don't because I just don't. T- I just don't resonate with his mm-hmm. broadcast. Good baseball, not so much football. Yeah. Anyway, hey, Utah's Anyhow. playing UCLA. So tell me, tell me this, Frank. What what, <laughs> yes. is, what did Utah need to get out of this? By week, and do you think they got out of it what they needed? One. One thing. Okay. Number one, needed to be healthy. I mean, I think that was the big thing about this bye week, is that the health of the team at this point in the, in, in the season is supremely important. I say that because as I look at the rest of Utah's schedule, the only way I think Utah – trips up is if they create their own problems if they don't execute if they become sloppy if they miss tackles if they're not playing sound football on the defensive side mm-hmm. and so health is critical i think to all to all of that uh and and that was the biggest thing coming out of the bye week sure you get some of your younger guys you get them like a full week of practice that's kind of helpful but but the health of the team, I think, was supreme. You know, I think one thing that, Scotty, I've got to imagine that they worked a lot on. You saw some movement at the offensive line during the Washington game. And you saw some twisting around. You tried Bam out, and then you took Bam out, and or he got injured, mm-hmm. and they replaced him. And then they put Nick Ford on the outside and put Nick Ford back to the inside, and then they went with Simi, and so there was a, a real mix at offensive line. And I've got to imagine in this bye week, for these final games of the regular season, you want to have a consistent five. Yes, yeah. And, and you want to make sure that that five gets the reps so when you go into the Pac-12 championship game and you're facing a very tough Oregon team, that five is confident and ready. So I'm open to see a kind of a a consistent offensive line. <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything. I wasn't. A consistent offensive oh, line. I wasn't going to say a word. Sorry. <laughs> strictures. <It> snuck up <laughs> Hey, Don't you know what? Strictures. It happens, man. Hey, Been man. there, done that. Listen. The body is so weird, isn't it? <laughs> We're... Scotty and I are here for you. We're here. In your I, was, I need you to know. With strictures. I need you to know. I wasn't going to say a word. I didn't say anything. If there's, any, if there's anybody I didn't want that to happen in front of, it'd be Frank. I know. You'll never let that die. I won't let it die off air. But on air, I'll never say anything about it. You know who you don't really don't want to do it in front of is Lloyd. Yeah, that's oh, true. Oh, man. Here yeah, we go. That's absolutely true. Here we so, go. I want them to find a, a consistent rotation, their starting five, and be and be geared up and repped up for that Oregon game. Do you have it, a sense of that? I was going to say. Wait a second. What? Did you just say the Oregon game? You 
Utah has three games left on their schedule. <laughs> oh, come on, man. And you're already going to the Oregon game? Yeah, I'm not that a coach. may or may not occur? I don't have to mess with that. I don't have to be – I don't have to tiptoe around that. I do. I am absolutely tiptoeing. Hopefully Utah right. gets to play Oregon. All right, so <clears> – <throat> Where is your where is your confidence meter that Utah will go three and zero to end the regular season? Pretty high. I mean that's I mean that's Hans and I are there too. That's why I think we talk about Oregon kind of flippantly. I know, so but, you... but how many times has it happened? How many times have you said that? How many times have has Utah been in November at eight and one or seven and one? And too yeah, often. too all too often. Well, this is a different team. But but I think but, I think the level of competition you look at and you say and I get I get, get it they're all Pac-12 teams and they got all Pac-12 talent but but there's not like that team that goes ooh that's that's going to be a tough one. Like Utah's going to be heavily favored in every game going forward. UCLA is 4 and 5 on the year, 4 and 2 in the south. That's Utah's next opponent. Arizona is 4 and 5, 2 and 4 in the south. And Colorado is four and six and two and five in the South. It's a very manageable schedule. Yeah, very manageable. And that, schedule. I think that's why a lot of people are like, okay, let's start to maybe not with uh, not with marker, not with sharpie, but start to pencil in Utah into that Pac-12 <laughs> championship game. I'm not even going to use this fine pen that you built for me. I'm going to get you a better one. By the way, the, I don't, how can you do I don't like that. How the, yeah, there's some flaws there that kind of bug, bug me a little bit. Huh. And now that my lathe is fixed, hands, I will get you one as well. It's like somebody going back for seconds before somebody gets first. The lathe was, I mean, that pointer is one of the first things I ever did on that lathe. Yeah, that's nice. I like it. It's really nice. Um, I do think that they can find consistency on the offensive line. Is that well, is that five? Going to be the the five they roll with that we saw at the end of that game. Which five? Who are the starting five? Well, Bam was part of the starting five, but I don't think Bam's going to be. I'm, I'm talking about the five they ended with. So, this, so are you are you going with Simi pa- Paolo? Of course. Yeah. 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 Daniels. Yeah. Umana. Yeah. Ford. Yeah. And Mawala. And Simi. Yep. yep. That's who I'd like to see move forward, but. Um, so Mawala, they, they tried to kind of interject Bam there. I know, yeah. but Bam started because Mawala didn't practice, right? Yeah, that whole week. So, and then Bam Bam got hurt. I, I, did you ever figure out what his but what Bam's grade was at the end of that game before he went out with the injury? It was it, it, well, I didn't. I don't know the exact grade. You put your grade as what a B? No, a C minus, a C to C minus. Oh, okay. oh, yeah. I thought it was okay. Oh. Yeah, now, but, is there st- there's still a chance that you could redshirt Bam? Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, isn't that the? I think that's that the, plan. the game plan. Yeah, that's what I would try to do. Yeah, but I think that they have a lot of hopes for him, and I think they feel like they've got more depth with him being there. I think he's a, he's do. a nice security blanket for him for sure. It's it, apparently he's he's progressed fairly nicely he got to camp late and he didn't come to camp in you know in great well playing shape and he's kind of worked himself into that and certainly they had confidence going into a couple weeks ago with him there so it, it, I think he's very talented I think he has a a, a bright future but um I don't know. At this point in the season, it would seem like a waste unless it was absolutely necessary mm-hmm. to burn up a, a redshirt year. Yeah, I don't. Th- I, I I can't imagine they will. But I mean, you do a great job analyzing potential of offense and defensive linemen. Yeah, is the potential there for him? So, by my observations, I don't have that locked in yet. By observations of the guys that know much better than me that have worked with him a lot, they are 100% behind this guy being spectacular. 100%. Spectacular? Spectacular. Yes. Like NFL draft picks. Yes. They believe this guy's got NFL potential. On the right side or the left side? On the right side. So we'll see what happens, but... I just the the sack that he gave up. Yeah, I think it was more of an angle issue. Now, 
it was a speed rush that got him. And that makes you a little bit nervous that number nine from Washington just kind of got off the edge and, yep. he, and he didn't get the right steps and really get in front of him. So you ask yourself, well, does he have the speed to get with that size? Does he have the strength and the speed to get to that spot against some of the best edge rushers in the country? And then if he, if he does get an opportunity at the next level, he's going to have to have a tremendous amount of first step speed to get into the right position so he doesn't get beat by a speed rusher. I don't think you're going to find a downhill rusher that's going to blow him up unless he gets himself off balance. But we'll see if that first step can come along. It was weird to see him give up the sack, and then it was weird the timing of the injury and, and the quick replacement. And, yeah. Cause yeah, it, I mean, the, the, leash was, the leash wasn't very long there. But I guess you mentioned he did get hurt, though. Yeah. yeah. No, no, he got he got. From all the by all accounts, he was hurt. He yeah. was injured. Yeah, it wasn't so a he, you gave up a sack. Come over here. No, couldn't. You can't do that. You just can't do that. Take outside him out. of yeah. outside of the sack, I only saw one more kind of blocking issue. So, but he, but he only had like a total of what twelve plays or something. If I we're talking about if we're talking about UCLA, and I just went back and I rewatched the UCLA Stanford game because Stanford likes to run the ball. I wanted to see how UCLA was gonna was gonna defend that. And for for a lot of that game, UCLA was pretty good. Like, you know, they had guys. Which one are you talking about? UCLA and Stanford. Oh, yeah. Uh, And UCLA won that game. Stanford wasn't great, especially on on the offensive side. But uh, I, I came into that thing thinking because of what Washington State did and some of the other that, that UCLA's defense was very, very manageable. And I think maybe coming out of that game, I think, well, no, there's some talent. There's some talent over there. It's still a manageable defense. But do you see any matchup issues with Utah offensive front and UCLA's defensive front? No. No, I don't see any issues there. <laughs> I don't. How- I, I, um, I just watched the... Arizona State game, uh-huh. which is sandwiched between Colorado and the Stanford game you're talking about. And I just watched parts of that this morning. And I don't see UCLA causing a ton of fits up front. Where is – do you have the Pac-12 defensive ratings? Where is Arizona State, Colorado, and Stanford defensively? Where oh, are those three? St- statistically? Yeah, statistically. Where, yeah. where, where do those yeah. three teams stand? Because so, UCLA's offense, it, it wasn't their defense that made me nervous. Their offense produced. Oh, yeah. So you want offensive or defensive numbers? So I want the three opponents' defensive numbers. So okay, Colorado, so you, Stanford, and Arizona State. For those of you that don't know, UCLA's on a three-game winning streak. The games are Stanford, Arizona State, in UCLA, or sorry, in Colorado. Colorado. So Stanford total defense is number six in the Pac-12. Colorado is number eleven. Yep. In the Pac-12, and Arizona State is dead. number four. Yeah. Arizona is dead last. Yep. Arizona State is number four in defense. Um, and Arizona State is number three against the rush, and but number nine against the pass. So maybe that's something to consider. I know we're talking about the defensive side. I mean, I'll get your thoughts on on UCLA offensively. But what do you think of uh, of number eleven? The the outside line, he doesn't play defensive end, although he's always lined up at the line of scrimmage. But Lucier South, number 11, the outside linebacker for UCLA. He seemed to cause some problems. I think he for, had a pick against Arizona State. For Stanford, and he may have had a pick against Arizona State. But he seems like maybe the he's the star on the defensive side for UCLA. Would you say that? Or is there somebody else that you look at and think, well, this is a guy that could give – could give Utah some problems. From what I saw, that if if that is the guy against Arizona State, he was really good in zone coverage. He's really good at read and react, and 
he could probably be. But I, I, I've got to check that out. I've got to see if that was the guy that had the interception against Arizona State. Yeah. Take a break. Come back. You're listening to the uh, Ute Preview Show, counting it down to Utah and UCLA. Uh, as we'll look at this game from every angle, we're live here at Tim Daly Nissan Southtown. Come on down here. Hang out with us. And uh, right now, you can come on down here and uh, get a forever warranty uh, on these vehicles. New, used. Imagine owning a vehicle for 10 years. Engine goes out in 10 years. It's covered. Covered. Free. Replace that thing and get it all taken care of there. Transmission. I mean, those are the big ones, too. Those are the expensive ones. The engine transmission, they're going to cost you the very most money nationwide. I love it, too. And and so you can move away. You can be 10 states away and still have that. Ten, you can be in uh, Maryland if you want to be. And the great thing is, costs you nothing. Costs nothing on that price. I there. love it. It's incredible. You've you got to come. And, and the great thing is, like, look, I've known you forever. I've known Tyler, Billy, Jake, Riv. I mean, all these guys. Uh, and, and you walk in here, it's a big dealership, huge inventory, but you're like family. You guys genuinely want people to enjoy their car buying experience. That we do. Uh, you know, it is a giant family here and just a great staff down here that we work with, Scotty. So come down, put your name in a box for the chance to win the Utah UCLA tickets. Also grab a shirt, hat, whatever you're looking for, and uh, check out these vehicles priced to move here at Tim Daly Nissan Southtown. Thanks for coming by. Go Utes. There you go. go. (laughs) 97.5, 12.80, The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Hey, make sure to call Action Plumbing, get your preseason. Hey, did you run that by Tyler? Tyler's not going to be happy about that one. Tyler's lights are off, as usual, the general manager. Not everybody's going. No office. one's home. No one's home. <laughs> with with him yelling that, <clears throat> with him yelling that in the mic, you know Tyler's not. Either. Yeah, Tyler. Tyler may not be in the country right now. Uh, by the way, call Action Plumbing and get your preseason furnace tune-up and safety check for thirty-three dollars by calling Action Plumbing 801-833-3333 or go to actionplumbing.net. This is 97.5, 12 eight of the zone. Take the zone with you wherever you go. Let's go. Download the all-new Zone Sports Network app on your phone and get live streaming of the zone as well as podcast editions of every show. From Salt Lake to Shanghai, Provo to Portugal, or Ogden to Oslo, wherever you go, we'll tag along. Let's go. Download the new Zone app by searching Zone Sports Network wherever you shop for apps. It's the Zone Sports Network app. From 97.5, 1280, The Zone, and The Zone Sports Network. feel like we're going to get everybody's best shot. Yeah, that's kind of always our mentality, though. We don't. That's not different from from years past. We go into the game that thinking that that the opponent is. You know, we respect them and, and don't overlook them. And so I, I don't think that has been a, uh, at least not in my mind, a factor this year. Live here at Tim Daly Nissan Southtown, Hans and Scotty, but more importantly, Frank Dolce. It's your Ute Preview Show, counting you down to Utah and UCLA. You got two tickets to the game. You want them? Come by, put your name in the hopper for a chance to win. It's that simple. Just like that. Which tickets? Utah, Utah UCLA. UCLA. Whoa, that's a good ticket. It's a good ticket. By the way, have you watched a game, a UCLA game on TV, at the Rose Bowl recently or this year? Uh, yeah. Have you noticed the attendance? Not great, Bob. Was it like that when you were younger? No, that stadium was full. They would pack 100K into that thing? That stadium was full. The game when Utah or UCLA played USC at the Rose Bowl, Troy yeah. Aikman. Rodney Pete. Rodney Pete. Oh, man. I remember that game. Tim Green. You remember Tim Green, the quarterback? He's writing children's books now. Did you know that? Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Wow. Inspirational children's books. All you know what's interesting about him? Nothing. Nothing. I, I always saw that coming with Tim. I always saw that. You yeah. saw the, the children's Ten, book aspect? Tender soul, uh, Tim. <laughs> I always saw that aspect. Timmy Green. Anyway, the place, the Rose Bowl used to be full. Mm-hmm. They've fallen on hard times. Uh, and they have won three in a row. We talked to one of their beat writers from the LA Times yesterday, and he said, you know what, uh, the natives have kind of loosened up a little bit on him, on Chip Kelly, but, you know, if he doesn't finish the season strong, if they're not 500, then the uh, – People get a little cranky again. I don't know what to think about Chip Kelly yet. Seemed like a really smart hire at the time. It seemed like the, the Pac-12 went out and they hired, I thought, 
really, really good guys. Especially in the South. I thought Sumlin at Arizona was going to be really special. Yeah. Maybe he will, but he hasn't shown it consistently in two years, and he's had some talent. It's funny, the the one hire that we all kind of laughed at is the one that seems to be working, and that's Herm in Arizona State. I know. Isn't that the truth? Yeah. Who knew that that Taggart would leave after a fairly successful first campaign at Oregon, and then Cristobal would come over, come in, and really take yeah. take off. I mean, I thought that was a that was a genius hire. Bye. There seems like a it's a pretty decent mix in the Pac-12 right now of names, self-built men, and 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 a and I would say a pretty good group of coaches, but. As much as I don't want to see it, if Urban Meyer does come in and take over that USC job. Why don't you want to see that? It's going to be a – well, because I, I'm I'm leaning towards Scotty a little bit. Now, I think it'll be more than three years. It might take some time for him to get rolling there. At USC? Because there are probably a lot of things probably to straighten up. Probably seven to ten minutes. That's that's my thought. You think he would be a? I, I you think he'd be a national contender. In I, three years? I will say he will be in a One. Pac-12 title game in no less than not next season, maybe even next season, but in two seasons he'll play for a championship. If Urban Meyer comes to USC, how many USC undergrads decide they don't need to go to the NFL? I mean, all of a sudden your talent base. Those guys are sticking around. That's pretty darn good. uh, So I already deal enough with the USC hype where every Pac-12 media day, they're always up there number one, and then I always see them fall flat. I'm really at the point where I'm like, oh, is USC really getting the talent and churning the talent like they used to get? Are they not evaluating talent the right way? Are they really underutilizing talent this significantly that that Urban could come in and – have a championship in a year? I'm telling uh, the, you. The problem is, I personally, I don't think we're going to get a chance to see it. Urban Meyer. That took, Urban's going to come. I just don't think we're going to get I And maybe that's just the cynic in I'm me. A, I'm I, a, I, little, I don't know. I'm a little torn on it because I think the Pac-12 is a, a, is a fun conference when USC is good. And, and I think the Pac-12 needs USC to be good. Uh, and I think Urban Meyer makes USC a national title contender within two years. But I also know that that's really going to put a damper on what Utah's trying to do inside the conference. That's why this team needs to win this year. Because if, if um, frankly, if Urban Meyer takes that job, that door, might, that window might be closed pretty quick. Like I have a feeling that Urban. Am I am I exaggerating here? What did Urban Meyer do with great talent? Like when Ron McBride, McBride, McBride Coach McBride. <clears throat> got talent here. Yeah. I mean, he got talent here. And the way that he left was, that was, you know, I'll leave that out. It was just a little. Yeah. That's the, that's the guy that built the program. And he was, he, he, you know, he was kind of let go, I don't know, fairly, unfairly. Uh, I might go on the side of unfairly. But Urban Meyer took that Ron McBride talent that didn't have a winning season the year before. Ten and two. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that was immediate. That was immediate. So I think if you give that guy talent, you know, if you talk to Ron, Ron says that it was jam packed with talent. Well, they, yeah. oh yeah, and he I said, think that, frankly, was full. And who knows and I think if that's Coach why McBride wouldn't have done something similar exactly the here? I know, and I, I think get that's it. That's why, why I'm saying. I think that's why Chris Hill made the move too, because he knew it was jam packed with talent. And he knew the guy to take over would have a lot of success right out of the maybe game. that may be. Anyway, well, I, I've got this feeling that Ron McBride, or sorry, that uh, Urban Meyer sitting back, just kind of laughing about his name being speculated. But maybe he is looking to come back. Maybe he does, and and we'll get a chance. I I, I wouldn't mind seeing what he could do in a couple years' time at USC. And Scotty, you're right. The Pac-12 needs the USC, uh, or needs the USC Trojans to be what they were. The Pac-12 needs a juggernaut yeah. in order to reclaim some yep. notoriety and some consistency. The Pac-12 needs a juggernaut because without the juggernaut, the Pac-12 like, w- will happen this year, will be left out of the playoffs. Yep. Because think about this. If, if, if we had all one-loss teams in the SEC, nobody's sitting there like, well, does the SEC get in? 
Oh, no. You know, Two teams still get in from the SEC. So, you know, we're, we're sitting here with a, a couple of one-loss teams in Oregon and Utah, and the, the heavy conversation is, well, do they get in? The heavy conversation, that's right. Do they get in? Because nobody gives any credit to any of the yeah. other Pac-12 teams. They don't say parity. They say the Pac-12 is so top-heavy Two good teams and everybody else who couldn't match up anywhere on a national scale. That doesn't, even if you have the nine conference games, that doesn't play well on a national level. Especially with the playoff committee. When they think that the heart and soul of college football resides in the south Mm -hmm. and on the east. So Utah, let me just tell you something. If USC had Urban Meyer and was a juggernaut and Utah was able to go through and beat that team with one loss on their schedule, they're in the playoff. That would be a diff- – I mean, the Pac-12 would benefit enormously from having a guy like Urban Meyer build USC into a juggernaut. Because anytime any other Pac-12 team was good enough to beat USC – which, you know, makes you think, well, they're probably good enough to beat the rest of their schedule. The playoff spot becomes much more realizable. Under the current circumstances, it's not. You could look at U.S. Even if, you know, Utah beats USC and goes undefeated, yeah, okay, yep. they're in. But that, that it, there would still be this argument about, well, USC is a 500 team. Can I ask you a question, too, in regards? And I, I heard DJ ask. Uh, I think he had uh, uh, a couple of former Ute players on Talking Sports. I can't remember who they were. But uh, uh, John Madsen was one. I can't remember who the other one was. It may have been Rojo. But uh, he asked him, as a player, where would you rather be? Playing on January 1, iconic venue, Rose Bowl, or in the Peach Bowl in the first round of the college football playoff? And they both said college football playoff, uh, but you're you're from that neck of the woods. How much would it mean to see that team the play in Rose, Rose Bowl? Rose Bowl is the granddaddy of God, them all. There's, there's something about you California guys, man. Because <laughs> DJ and PK, now you like like to me, it's a no brainer. You want to be in the playoff, right? Yeah. No brainer. Yeah, yeah, but but it's a brainer. But but no, these, no conversation. Exactly. But these guys that grew up Rose in California, Bowl. man, they're all like, or, or have ties to California, are like, ooh, Rose Bowl. There's something about the Rose Bowl. In fact, I would rather take a college football playoff opportunity with a loss than a Rose Bowl opportunity with a win, if you want to go that extreme. You would want to lose in the playoff game, or you would rather lose in a playoff game over winning in the Rose Bowl. Yes. Stop drinking that shake. You're just on a sugar high. And don't drink wait, that. Wait a bread. second. No, it, I'm with him. Yeah, no. There's what are we, about what are we talking to, about? You're one of the top four teams. You're in the playoff. Did you have a shake? What I are we talking about? I'm enjoying how this is sugar-free. This, how is this? Wait, wait. How is this an argument? I know, right? That's the way I feel, well, what too. What is this? That's why I'm like. You're picked as one of the winning, top four winning teams. Winning the Rose Bowl and beating Penn State? Nah, keep it. It'd be Minnesota. Or Minnesota. Hey, keep it. Minnesota's going to get beaten, though. Absolutely. Keep it. Put me in the college football playoffs. Or get uh, or lose by 10 to Alabama. in the Or not Alabama, LSU. You guys are up in the night. I may agree with you, but there's some lure <laughs> of the Rose Bowl. I, I can't tell the if you're trolling. I feel no, like no, you're trolling. I, no, I, but I do think there's an I think in if if you had true serum, you would agree with us, but I do think that there's there's, a, there's something about the Rose Bowl for you yeah. and guys that grew up in the old yeah. school Pac-10 oh, or Pac-8. Well, in the, the good old, yeah, in the good old yeah. days of the, that was the pinnacle. Yeah. In the good old days of the, yeah, like you said, the Pac-12, the Pac-12, college football. Keith Jackson called that game, and it was always Michigan, Ohio State. I mean, Bo Schimbeckler. That was those were the iconic college football personalities in that game. John Robinson and his Trojans against Bo Schimbeckler and the Michigan Wolver. I mean, those were iconic football games. Crazy. None of that means you know Woody. uh, (laughs) Woody Woody Hayes. Yeah. What are you talking about? It doesn't mean anything to me. You are crazy. You know what means something to me? You'd probably Two rather games. play in the Idaho Potato Bowl. No, hold on. This is what means something to me. Two games left in the country that mean a damn thing because nobody cares about a Rose Bowl win. 
everybody cares about a college football playoff win. I'm actually like sitting here looking at you like, I don't even know you. Well, it's it, the, the funny like, thing what is. What are you even like, talking about? What the hell? Like you and I agree. What? But I, I've talked to so many people that have these ties that I can see like. I, I get it's, this. It's the this dumbest weird, thing I've ever heard it's, in it's, my life. It's more of a conflict than you think. Utah gets Minnesota? What? Oh, yeah. so you get the Rose Bowl. That's Big a, whoop. You got a, a nice ter- parade. That's Who a cares? terrible game. You get an opportunity to play as one of the final four teams in the country. I don't want to see that game, but I sure want Utah to win a Rose Bowl. <laughs> Man. Yeah. Listen, I, I didn't mean to start something here. but Listen. Because I think he's trolling. No, I, I don't. can't possibly believe. You've gone believe, berserk. I, he can't possibly believe but, this. Yeah. Look, I mean, the, the it's the college football, but it's two games I think, that mean anything. If, 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 if the college if, football playoff wasn't so corrupt, maybe I would agree with you. I do think that there's a certain element of people that grew up watching a lot of Pac-12 football or Pac-10 or Pac-8 football that put the Rose Bowl on this crazy <laughs> pen. It is crazy pedestal of being. Well, well, there were probably times the, the where it, through the B, BCS era, there were probably quite a few times where it represented the championship, and, and of course in the college football playoffs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it but, can rotate in. But you talk to people who grew up watching that game in the seventies and eighties, and they put this on this weird, you know, pedestal of, of the greatness of college football if right there. In in a different time, in a different era, then the Rose Bowl is the answer. In a, in a galaxy far, far, far away. away. Coach but Witt would walk is, up to you, push you into the ground, kick some dirt on you, and say, really? You take the Rose Bowl over, over a college football playoff opportunity? Why, why are you saying that Coach Whittingham would physically assault somebody? Because you're saying that's, that's finishing sixth or wait, what? It's a complete untruth. That he, Coach Witt would assault somebody out of anger? He would never physically assault somebody so, <laughs> so I think he might in, unless yeah, he could get away with would. it of course he would <laughs> if there were no cameras <laughs> and no witnesses and, there's, and you, by the way you always know there's a camera yes okay so hands thank you for the rant <laughs> I appreciate that of course <laughs> of course you want to be the college football player okay. you got me angry I know but but listen if the college football playoff isn't available. Uh, yeah, a likelihood, or if it isn't available because some guy, you know, sitting in his smoking jacket somewhere can't seem to figure out how to watch Utah play in a football game and realize <laughs> that's a pretty good team, Ugh. and you're forced to go to the Rose Bowl, it's not a terrible consolation. Oh, you kidding me? It's awesome. And by the way, the Rose Bowl payout is ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. All right. Coming up next, it's the segment you wait for all week. <laughs> it's your Pac-12 shakedown. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to get you. No. Well, now that, I, now that I see that he's off this Rose Bowl thing, like it matters. No, and it does matter. It's just the Rose Bowl matters. Don't say that. All bowls matter. Huh? 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone all Sports Network. matter. 148, Pac-12 Shakedown next here on the Zone Sports Network. This is DJ and PK. Chris Camrani joining us, Utes writer for The Athletic. Most of the fan base, and to be honest, most of the media is taking them three or four games at a time right now. What is the thing we are overlooking? I know Kyle would be very proud of me to say it's one game at a time, but it's permeated throughout the team. These guys aren't really necessarily buying into themselves at this point, and that's a sign of a team that has things on the horizon that they want to accomplish, and they know that while they've gone 8-1, and one, they still have stuff to do, and I think these guys are as much of a Kyle Whittingham team as we've seen in his 15 years now at Utah. Catch DJ and PK mornings from 6 till 10. Presented by WCF Insurance. Reminding you to be careful out there. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Wow. Where did that come from? That's not even on air. Hey, 
Lloyd, you can't play something that's recorded off air. That was on air. What are you talking about? It was? Yes. What, what was I talking about? I don't take anything off air. Trust me. I don't know. I think that was you having a bite of hand's shake, wasn't it? That oh, was off air. Man, that's so good. That's off air. That's I, I do not record off air, so don't go there. That is. I had a bite of hand's milkshake, which was so good. Oh, peanut butter man. and M&M. That's so good. Oh. <clears throat> you know what? That's what I love about you, Lloyd, Frank. You, I have, you are a uh, true lover of things. <laughs> I, I am. I'm going to have to take something up with Lloyd. And I have a bone to pick with Lloyd. That's on air. Look, that's that is on like air. something you'd say on air. That is not something I said on air. I took a bite of your milkshake while Scotty was doing a read. Lloyd, you may have to find this in full context because Frank is calling you. Well, if car. Scotty was doing a read, he was on air, which means you had a headset on. Oh, game. man. Under- that's so good. So where is Scotty in the background then? I, they have you can hear him there. You, you interrupt him by saying something so good. You know that's what, Lloyd? I was taking a, hey, taking you a wanna, breath in that Davis if vision you wanna mi- If you want to <laughs> manipulate something because it makes you look like a big man or makes you feel better about yourself. <laughs> oh, come on now. He's not trying to look like a big man. Who are man. you? Uh, all right. You, let's, Lloyd, you are one of my favorite guys of all time. I love you. All right. Let's oh, kiss him. You know that. It's so good. <laughs> that's how I feel about you, Lloyd. That's exactly how I feel about you. Okay, can we get to something? Yeah, let's get to the Pac-12 shakedown. Really good. The Pac-12 shakedown. All right. How about this matchup? What in the world happened to Washington State? Oh my gosh, four and five, taking on Stanford. Is KJ Costello back? Man, you know what? I've kind of given up on Stanford. I haven't really paid much attention to him. I know, but but one of the, I mean, somebody out of this game probably has a good chance of being bowl eligible. Now, that might ship him off to some bowl game in Kazakhstan. Stanford lost to UCLA. UCLA is very much like well, hey, Washington State. UCLA, although, UCLA beat both teams, teams, haven't they? Although, yeah, they did. Although, uh, Washington State doesn't utilize the running game quite the same way UCLA uses the running game. And Washington State looked bad against uh, Whoever they played last week, Cal last week. Mm-hmm. So it's at it's at Washington State. Washington State ten and a half point favorite. <sighs> how many? Yeah, I think hey, that's probably right. How many games has Washington State won since you compared on air, live on air, compared Mike Leach? <laughs> I think he's won two games to Rain Man. Yeah, yeah, two games. Is that right? Is that true? Oh yeah, that that has to be. That has to be right. You did that. Just two games. I'm, I'm glad I have that power. Okay, so I guess Washington State comes out on top of that one. I think I want Stanford to win, though. I yeah, know. I do, too. I'd like to see Stanford win that game. Um, should we go to Arizona State and Oregon State? At Oregon State. Arizona State 5-4. and four. I thought Arizona State, they've taken a couple tough losses, and, of course, they have have the freshman quarterback, Daniel. Should be back this this week, right? Yellen filled in last week um, against USC in a loss. He was okay. He was pretty good. I just don't know. Even though Oregon State has shown some signs this year, I think this is a game where Arizona State comes out on top. I think they win this one um, at Corvallis. Yeah, I do too. I'd like. To, I know there's part of me that would like to see Oregon State yeah, get to full eligibility too. I, I know. Too. I know. I would too. But we can't sit here and talk Herm Edwards and how he's recouping this program and have him lose to Oregon State this coming weekend. Yeah, like he, no. he knows how important this That's game is. That's true. Oregon State has Arizona State, Washington State, and Oregon left. It's going to be tough for them to get two out of yeah. those last three to get bowl out. I don't know what their depth looks like or, or the youth on that team, but you wonder if there's some guys coming back that they may be able to take the next step next year and maybe get to seven and eight. On Oregon State's team? Yeah. I mean, we don't need to dig into that now, but L- you L- wonder if they're poised to. Well, they lose Luton. L- is it Luton? Yeah. Luton. They lose yeah. Luton. Yeah. They're, I don't know. They have some stuff coming. I'd like to see it because. Linemen I, leaving, good offensive linemen's going. But. There was a, I ran into an Oregon State fan just over the weekend. They, ex- know, there's not they a lot exist? Of, yeah. But he was talking about. I how mean, here. 
he was talking about well, it was in Vegas. Oh, okay. He was talking about how much he loves this new coach. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they love him because he's alum and because yeah. of what he believes in and because some of the execution and they they're seeing flashes of this and that. So I'd like to see Oregon State get the win. I would too. I don't think they're going to. Um, where'd you like to go? Arizona, Arizona, Oregon? at Oregon. Is there any chance? Oregon, 27-and-a-half-point favorite. That may be low. Oregon State could win by seven seven touchdowns. They could win by 40. Is this Sumlin's second year? Second year. I wonder if he might be in trouble. Four four straight losses. I thought that he was. Washington at USC at Stanford and Oregon State. And Oregon State. Yeah, this is. Someone's going to have to turn around. He, big boost if he could beat Oregon in Eugene, but it's I just there's no way that's going to happen. I think their AD is left, hasn't he? I think the Arizona. Yeah, the guy that hired Sumlin, uh, Rich Rod, and then Sumlin, because if he because if he's still there, he might be on on thin ice after two really big yeah. misfires yeah, on coaches. There's, there's a couple guys who are not going to be around Arizona next year. Yeah. And then finally, USC taking on Cal. Cal, Cal is a team that has just enough to give people trouble. Yeah. And Devin Monster played pretty well last week against Washington State. And I don't think Monster's a great quarterback, former UCLA quarterback. Yeah. But maybe he's maybe he's figuring it out. Who knows? Uh, and Cal certainly, as we have seen, and what they did to to Washington State, they certainly can bring some of that defensive pressure. So, who knows? In a game, I think this game is much closer than I would. I would normally say USC wins this one. I still think maybe USC squeaks out a win, but California has just enough on the defensive side that I think they could give Slovis and that USC offense some trouble and maybe create a couple turnovers. And if they do, they might be able to steal one. It's at Cal. What's the spread in this? Um, hold on. Six. It is, For yeah, USC. six. USC, six. USC by six? I don't know. I think this might be an upset special here. Yeah, Cal, uh, and by the way, Cal's at five wins. They get bowl eligible with a win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cal had a four-game losing streak. Arizona State, Oregon, Oregon State. And they they ended that with the Utah. sniper Oregon State, yeah, man. but they, but in that four game stretch they had to play Oregon and Utah. That's a brutal stretch for Cal. Yeah, and and Arizona State in that they lost to Arizona State. I don't know. I'm going to pick this as my upset special this week. Cal over USC. Cal over USC. I can't take that. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't think it's going to happen either, but I'm still taking it as my upset special. You know what? I'll, I'll do it. I'll take it. I'll as take the upset Cal. special? Upset special. I'll take yeah. it. I'll own it. There we go. What makes you think that? Uh, I don't know. I just think I think there's a lot of noise around USC right now with Urban, AD, all that other stuff going on right now. Although I did, I did think that uh, Arizona State would beat them last week in using the same kind of excuse. So maybe I needed to just shut my mouth. <laughs> I thought Arizona State had a chance in that game as well, but yeah, I'm gonna. I, I don't know. Upset special. There it yeah. is. I'll buy the, the upset six special. Next week. How about that? Um, Give me the six, though. You want six points? Well, that's the spread. And Cal. Yeah, I'll take six. You'll take this. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Hold on. What, All right. What would you feel more comfortable with? Me giving you Arizona and the plus twenty-seven and a half at Oregon. Or me giving you the Cal plus six. And remember uh, this. The Cal. Oregon or- has to or- win. Yeah. Oregon needs style points. Yeah, exactly. If they have any shot at getting in the yeah. playoff. Both Utah and Oregon. I mean, and I know this isn't Kyle's MO, but it kind of needs to be. Like, you got to, if you have a chance to run it up, you got to run it up. Let me ask you this question before we leave the Pac-12 shakedown. Does a one-loss Oregon team have a better chance at the college football playoff than a one-loss Utah team? I think it's sixes. You do? It doesn't matter. I don't think it matters. Doesn't because, matter. you know, if Utah beats Oregon, they just leapfrog over Oregon. They take Oregon's spot. In the in that, in that the ranking system, and maybe they're just assuming that that 
Utah would be beaten by Oregon. Oregon has like a 22% chance of getting oh, really? to the playoff. Utah's the lowest at 7%, the lowest of the top eight teams. Does uh, maybe. It, does, Scotty, do you think it matters with voters that Oregon is one of only two Pac-12 teams to have made it in the five years of the college football playoff? Uh, I don't think it should. I think what's what's working in their favor is Utah lost to USC, Oregon lost to Auburn. And that SEC bias is coming into play there. Like, big, oh, the only team Oregon lost to was an SEC team, so they must be really SEC good. Yeah. There are big games coming up in the SEC, too. Georgia plays Auburn this week. Auburn and Alabama are going to ma- match up in a couple weeks. Yeah. So there's still some move. I, I really thought, though, if, if Alabama – like. The, the shakeup should have happened last week with Alabama losing and Penn State losing, yeah. two of the top four teams, and still a Pac-12 team can't find its way up to that level. That's kind of disappointing. Are you trying to start an SEC shakeup? Shakedown? Shakedown? <laughs> we could. Do you want to? Uh, Let's do that. Double shakes? Oh. Shakes. What goes well with a milkshake? How about a, how another about, milkshake? How about a this? How about an SEC Cheeseburger down. <laughs> Look, Don't. I'm just, I'm just. Maybe Lloyd, and Lloyd, welcome Lloyd, to Lloyd the plays SEC a little cheeseburger in paradise. Double bacon cheeseburger down. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, there it is. There it is, Lloyd. Sorry, that's your Pac-12 shakedown and your SEC double bacon cheeseburger down. All right, coming up next, we continue to get you ready for Utah, UCLA. Hey, I got tickets. You want to go see the game? Come by, put your name on the iPod or on the uh, the old iPad, and uh, get a chance to uh, your chance to win right here on the uh, Zone Sports Network.